Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Connecting the Dots with me, your host, Cassie Hubert. This is a podcast where we explore, you know, family, artistry, life, all the things in between that make seemingly random dots in the shape of our life, and sometimes we can't see the picture, but actually discovering that in the process of trusting, there is a rather beautiful picture which will emerge in time. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where I would like to chat to you about how it takes a village to raise creativity as well as children. You may well have heard this lovely expression that I think is an African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child. And as a mum with lots of children, it's absolutely true because when you are not connected to the village, you really feel it. And when you are, things do flow better because what you see is that you're not responsible for being the only healthy, wholesome and loving influence in your child's life. You're able to allow other people to speak into their lives, grow them, challenge them, encourage them and stretch them. And even if they're not exactly the same as you or they don't hold exactly the same perspective, what's good will land. And if you are feeding in a culture in your home, an environment of raising your kids, you find that your values when they have been tested and they stand up to scrutiny and they're things that really do matter and they're discussed and openly unpacked, you will find that even if the people speaking into your child's life don't have the same values, that what's important both to you and to your children will still win out and you can still learn from people who don't share your values. In the same way, I would like to suggest that creativity kind of needs a village to raise it. The more influences we have from different perspectives, the more we grow in our understanding, our empathy and our connection to the world around us, the issues we're facing, the issues other people are facing, the stories that are told and that are not told and noticeable by their absence. We are fed into by other creative mentors, whether directly or indirectly, whether they are mentors who make the effort to come to your plays and give you feedback or help you develop your sewing skills or whatever, or whether they are people who just quietly, by their care of you, encourage you to keep stretching and growing. They might not be creative mentors who are more skilled than you in your particular field, but they might be people with rich wisdom in their field of creativity or their more subtle field of creativity that can stretch you and challenge you to go further and that champion you to become more fully creative than you have become so far. These people are worth their weight in gold. It's not just one teacher or one guru or one leader who forms you. And if they do, chances are your formation will be quite limited. You might have a very trusted leader who forms you for a season and gives you real wisdom. And if their wisdom and their insight is wise and true and testable, then you will keep going back to them because they are right and you can see that they're right and what they've told you is true and it works and it resonates. And I think that's the test of our growth. When we are willing to listen to people who maybe hold an entirely different perspective, but lean in to what's true, what's wise, what makes sense within that, we will find ourselves stretched out of our comfort zones, but able to see what we can take from it. In turn, it is always wonderful to be able to come alongside other people and stretch and grow and encourage their creativity, allow them to 
try something new, put something their way that might just interest them. There are some amazing actors and creative art makers in various capacities, writers, composers, directors, who I maybe don't know from personal connection, but their work speaks to me, stretches me, challenges me and takes me outside of myself, allows me to consider new ways to do it, allows me to try different things. And their input and influence in my life has still been part of that extensive village that has grown my creativity. Equally, there are people who one-on-one have invested in me. I had the privilege as a teenager of being part of Glyndebourne Youth Opera, and they did a big opera called Zoe, which was really cool, and I've mentioned it once before, I think, in my intro. After that, I joined their youth opera group, and there was a piece commissioned to be made around us that then we would we were exploring through workshops. It was the first taster I had, I guess, of research and development in a professional context, even though it wasn't a professional group, but the running of it was. And this one writer and I just really clicked and she was amazing and we became friends and she would read my work. She'd read my poetry. She'd give me feedback. She'd say the bit she liked. She'd encourage me. She also became a friend and for a while I, you know, I babysat her child on their wedding day and and was friends and for a long time and it's been quite a long season since we've really spoken or worked together but when I was 16 through to about 1920 she was an amazing influence in my life and way outside of the village that I was in in and of itself creatively and what was lovely was then my very first professional acting job outside of drama school was in a play that she'd written which was lovely so it was a really nice squaring of the circle But she was an amazing influence in my life. Another guy who was a professional director who worked on a lot of amateur productions locally. He wasn't still doing that. He was a radio DJ, a really lovely man. He was a huge influence. His professional perspective and the way he directed our amateur shows, his ideas, he stretched me, he challenged me to go further. He called out when I was being too emotive but not making sense, you know. And he was hugely generous to give up some of his time to help me work on my pieces for drama school. When I was applying for drama school, he worked through them with me, didn't charge me, gifted his time, and was a really, really generous man who his enthusiasm for the work, his encouragement of my talent was such a gift that allowed me to stretch and grow and test my strength. And I loved it when, you know, as a... a, sort of middle-aged teenager as it were that I was being cast in things without having to audition bit disappointing when you come to the real world and realize you still have to audition for things and not everybody knows you but it was a taster of someone who said I trust what you can do I want to stretch you further and I'm trusting that you are a safe bet to put in this place because you'll do something interesting he gave me the chance to test my mettle and and grow and It was a wonderful experience. And another woman who was doing some sort of teaching work, she was really great at working with me on my speeches again. And it was a real, she became a real friend. And these are people who have influenced me in different ways. And they brought different things to the table. They weren't all working in the same field, although they were definitely alongside me for that particular season between late teenagehood and going to drama school. And I'm hugely grateful for those influences, but also people who I'm finding really inspire me at the moment, like, for example, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I love Hamilton. I know I have mentioned it copious times on this particular podcast, and I am really enjoying sitting in that work at the moment. But it's also really interesting to see other things he's written, listen to other music he's written, to see the way he presents himself, the language he uses, the way he talks about the work, seeing his relationship with the people he's worked with on Hamilton and other projects, in particular Tommy Cale, Alex Lacamoire and Andy Blankenbuehler. 
and hearing via other podcasts and YouTube, the wonder of YouTube, hearing how they've worked together in the environment they've created is so inspiring because his work itself is inspiring. His use of language is inspiring. His capacity to freestyle rap is both inspiring and a real challenge to someone who loves words but doesn't quite have the confidence to do that. I've tried it out a little bit. I'm working on it. But seeing how he relates to his team and creates an environment of family, something I've mentioned on a previous podcast, is something that I also find really inspiring because I'm going, I look at the way you've navigated this work and you are stretching my understanding of how it can be done. I absolutely love Kate Bush as an artist and I really admire that she took 12 years out at the height of her fame, unlike me who's taken a similar length of time, not at any height of any fame, um, but she took the time out to raise her son because she realised that the work would keep but the son would not. I really admire that, but also her creativity, which is massive. I love her work. I love being inspired by it and stretched by it. And it's something that I find really helpful to have that village. That has all formed me and is still forming me. And with our children, allowing them a rich environment to be influenced. Do you know what? Some of the things various artists make, artists who I admire, I don't admire that particular work. Or I don't maybe agree with some of their perspectives, but that doesn't matter. It all helps me grow a clearer understanding of what matters to me, but in the process stretches my understanding of how it can be done, which is surely what we want. So what is the village that you are surrounding yourself with? What village are you allowing to raise your creative child? You know, because we talk about creativity as like an inner child sometimes, and it can sound a little pretentious and new agey, but the truth is, just like a child can be so easily hurt by a snarky, sarcastic, overly intelligent comment that's really masquerading under that guise, but is unkind. So our creativity is so tender and vulnerable and needs to be treated with love and kindness and nurtured that actually having people who come alongside and stretch and grow us close to home as well as further afield. But it is so helpful to have a few people that you can talk to about it and who will be actual people who say to you, where is that musical you've been talking about, Cassie? Have you got anything to show for it? Um, Yes, let me play you a song. This is good rather than I've been talking about a musical, I'm writing a musical and then nothing ever happens. You need people who will speak into your life and say, well, where is this? And perhaps if you are finding that you are very much on your own, more insular or just isolated, perhaps you need to expand your village a little. Find some people who are like-minded or like-skilled to stretch and grow your creative child, to hold you accountable, to challenge you, to encourage you, to help you go further. And in your motherhood... What other mothers have you surrounded yourself with who you admire, who you like to become more like, who have wisdom to offer and sometimes are rich in experience and can give you insight and perspective that maybe you haven't had that will enable you to stretch yourself in your motherhood to be more of the connected, loving mum that you were going for in the beginning and is sometimes really hard to maintain. And how are you being with your kids? Who are you allowing to surround them, to give them more of a village who it might not always be actual family because that's not always possible but who has taken an interest in your child obviously in a healthy way but has taken an interest in your child or has spotted something and has maybe said oh there's something there encourage more connection between them allow a friendship to grow so that there is more influence for your kid 
It's not all on you. You will find that your life, your creative life, your abilities as a mother and the life and creative abilities of your children will be massively and richly influenced and you will grow so much more by having more people in your life. If this podcast has really hit the spot for you, then maybe you'd like to know more. In which case, head on over to my website, cassiehubert.com, and check out my blog posts and some of the thoughts I've put out there. You can also find me on social media. I'm on Instagram as Creative Performer Mum, because, you know. And it would be lovely if you wanted to say hi over there, because it's always nice to check in. All the links should be in the show notes, so check those out for more information. And all that's left for me to say is have a wonderful week. God bless.